Hi, welcome to the Live Scent podcast, a podcast from First Baptist Arlington. I'm your host, Luke. And I'm Ashley. And we're glad you're here with us. We hope that these discussions about life as faithful witnesses of Jesus help you to see your world, culture, and relationships in a new light. Well, we're back and we're talking about the fifth missional habit, which is scent, uh, which is a really journaling, uh, but Belge is not a great acronym. So <laughs> it's Bell's scent. And so you're reflecting on how God is sending you into the world by taking some time to just write it down yeah, and think with God about what God's been up to through the practice of these other habits. So you're not simply recording events uh, that have happened, but this is a time to reflect on where God has been with you as you've eaten with people, as you've blessed people, as you've listened to God in prayer, and as you've learned Jesus. Um, we both firmly believe, and our church believes, that God is at work in this world, or I'd, neither of us would be here, I think, doing That's this. That's right. Um, but we also believe that God has sent you into the world as Christ's ambassador. And when we journal, what we're really doing is reflecting on these activities to examine and look back and look for God's presence. Um, yeah, when we journal, uh, just for a few reasons, um, it helps us process the week. I mean, a lot of times people like to process out loud. They they talk, but I think if you can take that and start journaling, you're really going to refine your thoughts and understand start to see clearly how the Lord has moved in your life. And really it's um, just making it a habit and being intentional so that um, what you're seeing while you're writing it out is you're reflecting on it and thinking, okay, this next week I'm going to be more intentional about whatever it is that the Lord has shown you. Um, it also just makes helps us realize what God is up to it gives us a completely different lens to look at the world. And I think that's the biggest thing about the journaling part on this. Whenever we're um, being sent, it helps us to embody that sitness. And so um, just deliberately slowing down, asking um, where God is in the midst of the work and the habits, it's forcing us to notice God's kingdom and how it is being seen in the world um, and just so that you can connect your activity and how God is moving and you can do that together. Yeah. Also helps us ask better questions. Mm -hmm. um, in journaling, we have space to ask if God is at work in a certain conversation or in the way we blessed a neighbor. And the more we journal, the better our questions become and the better our questions become, the clearer our answers become. Um, mm -hmm. Journaling also helps us take notice of patterns um, so it gives us a way to look back and see how we're developing in our own discipleship and see how God has been moving in our lives. Or maybe there's this certain thing that tends to happen as we have this conversation with a friend or when we do this kind of blessing, we see that God is up to these sorts of things. Um, journaling is essentially a rear view mirror that helps us see where God has been and what God has been up mm -hmm. to. I think it's hard to notice what God is doing in the moment especially when we're not disciplined. But it's a lot easier to look backwards and say, oh, I think God got me to this point. That's right. God has gotten me here. And as we get better at thinking back about what God has done and noticing God's activity in our past, we actually get better at noticing God's activity in the present because we become aware of when I do these sorts of things, when I live this kind of way, God tends to be in this. Yeah. I think what you also um, said, Luke, about patterns, 
always looking for patterns whenever you're journaling is helpful because sometimes people aren't aware to also look for patterns. They're just going to be journaling. Right. So I think that's just a practical next step. Um, but again, it's just all about being aware of our identity as a people that God has sent into the world. You know, a lot of times we are tempted to leave the work of spreading the good news of Jesus and word and deed for the professionals or for the gifted people. And really, there are people, the workers that are sent, people who are um, reverends and what we call holy paid people, but we're just ordinary people. Right. And what we would, what I think Luke and I want to say to you is that you are, you have a sin identity as well. And God wants to use you where you're at. And you can live sent. Live sent. That's right. <laughs> and um, so we always want to support the people with those giftedness um, in terms of um, the full time workers or uh, ministerial staff. Um, but you have a purpose and a place as well where you're at and where God has placed you to live sent there. And it may be in the mundane and it may be um, in the classrooms with your children. You may be traveling around the world. It's viewing the world as, um, as God would view it and saying, you know, he wants to impart the kingdom through you to whoever you're meeting. And so you are sent and you're on mission. So. And I want to kind of expand on what you've said. And I think so often we let this false narrative keep us from living in a sent way. And we think that it's the people we've ordained in our church or the people we've mm. sent as missionaries or these people who are obviously gifted evangelists. And those are the people that God has sent. Uh, or we tell these stories of revivals or where thousands of people come to Christ or bold missionary efforts. And we can make the story uh, about the heroes mm. who had a very particular gifting and a skill set that allowed them to proclaim the gospel to the masses with seemingly effective results. Um, and we thank God, seriously, yeah. we do, for the good that has come through those things and through right. those individuals. But the truth really is that the most explosive periods of growth for the Christian church have actually happened because ordinary, unknown, not super notable Christians lived faithful lives. Mm -hmm. um, they were generous. They were hospitable. They care for their neighbors. They shared Christ as opportunities arose. The early church, um, there were times that people did preach to thousands, but the majority of the time that the early church grew was because they were living in a way that was countercultural and just shared the kingdom of God where right. they were at. You know, one of the things that um, I was been working on is just um, a document. And I was reminded in this document that um, as the early church, through persecution, through marketplace witness, um, through education, the early church was scattered. And wherever they scattered, wherever they went, they were still sharing Christ and embodying Christ. And that's how uh, the church added to its numbers. And so I think that's one of the things that we have to remember as uh, we talked a little bit about gossiping the gospel. Yep. That's what they did. And so whenever we're scattered, wherever we're scattering to, um, we need to be ready to share the good news. Right. Ordinary people just yeah. on a journey. I mean, what would it look like for real if our people <laughs> went yeah. and gossiped to the gospel at Lockheed Martin yep. or American Airlines or Arlington Public Schools? Mm-hmm. 
wherever we go. Um, we have people who live and work all over the DFW Metroplex. That's where we're based. Mm-hmm. Um, so what if our people or wherever you are lived sent lives and recognize that you are sent? And ultimately, that's what we want for you. That's why we ask you to journal is we want you to recognize that like the first Christians, you too are being sent into the lives of the people around you as a representative of Christ. And our hope is that you'll continue, and if you haven't started, that you'll start to practice the habits that we've been talking about and that you'll continue to live a life that sends you into the community to engage people in loving acts of generosity and hospitality that provides space for conversations about Jesus. So we want you to recognize that God has sent you and he sent us into the world as his ambassadors um, and that we get to represent God's kingdom here on this world. However, you are gifted to be able to do that. And in our everyday living, blessing, eating, listening, learning, journaling, and share the goodness of what the life of being in the kingdom is. Right. And if this is something that you want to grow in, uh, our church has a missional habits class that is an opportunity to practice these habits, have some accountability, troubleshoot things, uh, have conversations about how to be better at sharing and talking about faith with the people around you. Uh, we have that during the Sunday school hour at our church, but also starting on October 16th at 4 p.m. You can be a part of that. Um, we'd love to have you. And I would say, don't do this alone. You need to have community. Don't be, say, I'm going to just uh, be individual and n- bring no one into my circle about doing these things. We are here. If you have nobody, we are here to walk alongside you. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh In the month of November, we're going to be talking about what God is up to around the world. Yes. That's going to be fun and exciting. (laughs) So we hope you stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Bye.